now playing movie reviews in 20 cues. Hello, sexy people. Sam here, and welcome to the podcast, Movie Reviews in 20 Cues. Guys, it's a really special episode. It's episode 69, and we put it out there for you guys to vote on what sexy movie we should do. Oh my god, I can't keep this up. My voice is about to break. I hope that isn't like one of those sex... um... Is that your bedroom voice for Stace? (laughs) Because if it is, I would would probably pay like two bucks a minute to hear that, so you'll be be alright. Anywho, guys, we had over 300 votes, and coming in with 33% of the votes, it was the winner, Showgirls. But if I'm going to break down this movie, I need two of the biggest deviants I could find. The first of which is from back east. Different places, even. It's Mitch. How are you, Mitch? G'day, Sam. I'm very well. Thanks for having me once again. And making his debut on the show, he likes having nice tits. It's Dory. (laughs) Proud to be here, mate. So, guys, Showgirls, had I ever you seen it before? No, actually, I hadn't. And, yeah, left me asking a few questions. Let's put it that way. (laughs) Neither had I. It's a pretty fucked up movie. (laughs) (laughs) That's an understatement. I, I came in expecting absolutely nothing other than, like, as a dirty movie. So I was genuinely excited. And fuck, I was disappointed. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I'd seen it a bunch when I was younger and, you know, that age where, oh my God, it's tits. You you don't even realise if the movie's any good or not. Who cares about the plot at that point, hey? Well, if some of our listeners haven't seen it too, Mitch is going to hit us with a plot for the movie. So why don't you take it away, Mitch? What is the plot of this film? Boobs, boobs, and more boobs. <laughs> well, Nomi goes from uh, out east, and she decides to make it big in Vegas. <laughs> she hitchhikes her way to Vegas and meets Molly, uh, who ends up being her best friend, and also her accommodation. <laughs> from there, oh, she gets a job at the Cheetah, which is a strip club, but longs for more. Molly eventually gets her on to the big stage... In Vegas at one of the big casinos. Fuck, that was pretty good, though. Yeah, that was a, that was I reckon good. you've got 90% of this down pat. Now, looking at the reviews for this movie, IMDb have this at 4.7 out of 10. It's 22% on Rotten Tomatoes and 16% on Metacritic. Aside from The Room, this might be the worst movie we've ever reviewed. But, Mitchell Charles Worthington third. Yeah. What would you score this movie out of 10,000 pelvic thrust? A 4,001. As a movie, it's, it's not great. But... As a pair of titties, it's a double D. It's fucking awesome. And that, so that gave me the one extra from 4,000. What about you, Dory? How many pelvic thrusts would you give this movie? 2,005 <laughs> pelvic thrusts. One for each pair of titties that I saw in the movie, which <laughs> genuinely was the highlight. It definitely was, yeah. Yeah. I got through this movie watching it with my missus. And- <sighs> Ooh. I started to stray, and then I do remember reaching for my phone and thinking, don't. And at one point, then it just, there was a, a plot twist, and I was hooked from there on in. I'm not going to lie. Oh, nice. What about you, Sam? What about me? Ah, oh, you guys missed a golden opportunity. I'm going to give this movie 69. Hey! <laughs> 69 pelvic crust out of 10,000. When I watched this as a kid, I thought this movie was a tit. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> See what you did there? Oh, it's horrendous. <laughs> now, before we get into the rest of the podcast, we're just going to do a little quick disclaimer. The comments we make in every show should be taken with a pinch and salt. They're usually far from serious. But for this episode, I think we can safely agree that that goes double. The questions are a bit out there and the views expressed should not be taken seriously by anyone ever at any point in time. Do we agree with that, boys? I agree. <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad you prefaced with that because uh, we're going to unleash on this movie. You know, yes. you know what I can tell by this. Sam's genuinely nervous about like the questions that are coming down. So. I am nervously excited. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, Check out this bulge. So, <laughs> so if anyone out there hasn't heard this podcast before, how we break down a movie is by asking 20 questions about it. We throw out 10 questions we all answer, then we do 9 personal questions before answering a listener question. We always start with the compliment sandwich, which is one thing good, one thing bad, and then one thing good about this film. Mitch, why don't you take it away? My first good thing are the boobies. I love the boobies. <laughs> <laughs> and how many boobies did we get to see? Would you like it in pairs or would you like it in individual boobies? Individuals, because <laughs> the more the merrier. I think there was... I hope there's 69, actually. No. <laughs> I, literally, we saw there was probably a lot of double ups. I'm going to put it at about 69. Do we have a number? No. No, but Sam will post it as a um, Facebook update. <laughs> oh, well, someone will count. And if I have to go through the movie and count it again, <laughs> I will. Far out. <laughs> so my bad thing about this is, as a movie, the plot was a bit all over the place. It wasn't anything special as a movie. And my final good thing are the titties again. Yay! <laughs> so, Hooray for boobies. <laughs> There's going to be some double ups here because I listed tits. <laughs> Doubling up on the double Ds. You know, we can't get enough tits. Yeah, it's, let's can. be fair, getting them all out and numerous times and numerous good- people and all good sets. So it really was a good way to start. Uh, I watched this movie with my wife and <laughs> I've got to say, a criticism was there was no dick in this movie. Oh, that's a good point. You know, as a male, maybe we uh, we shun the dick a little bit too much. And with so many breasts in this movie, you know, I just wanted to see where I was at, like in relation to general public. Like, I just... Because you know, you know they're, they're going to be good dicks as well, because the titties were fucking on point. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So whatever they show from a dick's point of view, it's going to be fucking yeah. brilliant. Well, that's the problem. Like, I'm always comparing myself to these guys on porn movies, and I'm, I'm making about average, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, you know, just more dick. Come on. Fair enough. Final compliment to the compliment sandwich was Molly. Yeah, she was cool. It's her best friend, and what a woman. Like, yeah, yeah. She does everything, and yeah. she is an amazing person. She suffers a bit of a uh, an experience. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, fate has not so good things in yeah. store for her, but- what a woman. If you watch this movie, you'll end up loving her more than anyone else in the movie. You want a mate like Molly, don't you? It sort of touches on my good thing, which was there was quite a lot of girl power in this film. Molly was actually like a quite strong, well-rounded character who was like really nice and helpful and that sort of stuff. Krista was a ball breaker that went out and got hers. So was Nomi or whatever. Like This is the time of the 90s when females in film typically were just side characters who got relegated to... You know, only talking about how much they're in love with dudes and stuff like that. Like, this is like a Balmer and Louise with boobs, basically. Pretty much. <laughs> That's probably deep. the only time in film critic history that Falmer and Louise and Showgirls have been mentioned in the same sentence. <laughs> the bad thing, fuck, this movie was long. And holy shit. Yeah, it was over the two hour mark, wasn't it? Like, it was, yeah, it was two hours and 10 minutes. And I'm not a fan of fucking dance numbers. Holy you, shit! You've got this one down. Do you now. know that? Yeah, yeah. How many times did we see that one dance number? The one like where she, from rehearsal to her performing it, like must have been at least seven or eight times we saw her do the same performance. <laughs> it was yeah, at various parts through the movie. That being said, it was reasonably well choreographed and stage designed and all that. Okay, no, no, the dancing was shit. But like, <laughs> I'm, the, I'm cringing. Yeah, 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 I know you are. Like. But, like, the costumes and the sets and all that sort of stuff, like, how much do you guys reckon the budget was for this movie? In 1995, what do you guys reckon the budget was? 40 mil. 10 mil. $45 million. Very close, which in 1995, like, now that's, like, 200 million. 
yeah, of course. <laughs> I only know that because I know they lost money on this movie. So. Yeah, yeah. How much did it gross? 37. 20... Oh, was it 37? 37 million worldwide. So they lost $8 million on this movie. But like, I was wondering where the hell did the money go? It went uh, on all those dance numbers and all that sort of shit. No. What? Surely when you're paying someone to get their nungus out, that that's going to cost <laughs> yeah. triple yeah. what a normal, like, you are dancer number three, but you're getting your nungus out. Triple. You're probably on point. Famously, Halle Berry, four years after this film was made, requested an extra million dollars to get her tits out in a swordfish, and it's, then they paid it. Exactly. That's a, that's a very good point. Anywho, that was my compliment sandwich, and that moves us on to our first of our Patreon questions, which comes courtesy of Phil Joynson, one of the most awesome men in the world, my favourite Australian. And anyway, what is this question number two, Mitchie Poo? Well, Sam, you fucking dug the dagger <laughs> down again. Um, so, question number two, great question. What item from this film would you want or definitely not want to be? There is uh, probably the main male in this film is uh, a James Smith who's trying to pick up Nomi pretty much throughout the duration yep. of the movie, even when he gets married to her friend. Now, his dream is to choreograph this dance, which he seems to think that he is dancing royalty yeah. and that he is above sort of stripping. Classy. He's, yeah, he's yeah. a classy dancer. In he, in like, he, he is like a Michael Flatley of stripping. <laughs> <laughs> now, he eventually gets his big break and gets to perform this dance with a few women, but the setting for the dance is at a strip club. Yeah. And he gets to do this dance with no titties to a whole lot of guys <laughs> waiting for titties. Like... If you saw cats at a strip club, you'd hate it because you're waiting for the bloody titties. That's right. It's true. Give me the it's boobies, true. man. And he got booed off the stage. Like, I do not yeah. want to be his dance. That's exactly. Oh, the actual dance. The dance. Yeah, you don't want to be the a... item. Like, <laughs> great, great performance. Wrong setting, mate. Pick yeah. your battles. Picking up on what he was putting down at one point, and I don't really want to go into too deep why, but he says, I've got towels. I don't want to be those towels. <laughs> if he's offering up those towels for something Ooh. like that, that quickly off the bat, I do not want to be those towels. And how many times has he said, I've got towels? <laughs> exactly. Like, have they been washed since the last time he said, I've got <laughs> <Yeah>. towels? <laughs> My one for this is what I want to be. So to put this into context, you've got two pretty good lo- looking girls, right? And Definitely. they're living in a fucking shabby trailer. <laughs> this trailer has fucking lucked out. <laughs> I want to I be the trailer. You've got two two hot girls sleeping with you every night. I'll take True. that hands down. Yep. No, good call. Good <laughs> That's call. That's a very valid point. He's the luckiest trailer in the trailer park. <laughs> Fucking nice, man. Luckier than Randy's trailer. Shit, <laughs> yeah. Sure, yeah. Question number three. What deep philosophical debate arose in you during this film? My deep debate is, am I watching the emotional and physical abuse of a woman with mental problems? And the answer is yes. <laughs> I, I think that's 100% correct. Like, she's batshit fucking crazy. Like, yeah. on that crazy hot scale, oh. she's like a nine and a nine. Like, you'd almost put up with it, like how batshit crazy she is for how yeah. hot she is. Yeah. But you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. No, no you couldn't no sustain it. I you think that's sustain the thing. It. Like, you'd luck it. Like, if you picked her up in town, you would be texting the boys going, fucking oath. Fuck, man. See this th- piece of ass in my bed. <laughs> and then you'd introduce her to the boys in and you'd be, you'd be cringing. Just every yeah. word that came out of her mouth, you'd be like, oh, what God. The fuck? What Why the am I with this? You, don't, you wouldn't Why take her home, I, right? Yeah. Mum nah, and dad, nah. But, yeah. When she pulls out her switchblade on mum, you know you've got issues. And I actually had a second one for this. Was at one point, Cole McLaughlin, after having unprotected sex, with her discovers that she used to be a prostitute who charged fifty hundred dollars sometimes 
and my thing was like if i found out a girl that i had had unprotected sex with the night before was that girl how quickly i would be running to fucking dip my balls in gasoline or something <laughs> <laughs> like you'd be going straight to the clinic wouldn't you just detail on the penis is enough it does the job tried and true method on um on that wavelength sam i didn't get as deep as you did with the old psycho chick but I'm just, I'm paying way too much for lap dances, man. Like, <laughs> what is it going right, Mitch? Well, in, you know, in New Zealand, it's actually pretty cheap. You know, 25 bucks will get you pretty far. No, I have no idea, guys. <laughs> and a box of beers. I better stop there before I get a box a of beers and half a pack of yeah. <laughs> There's also like a $10 voucher that you get afterwards. Yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> What about you, Dory? Through watching this movie, I couldn't help but notice that people continued to get promoted through injuring the people in front of them. Yeah. They literally sabotaged the people that had jobs in front of them. Maybe (laughs) to get ahead in life, I need to start fucking more people up. (laughs) I've always just thought, you know, do your best, try hard, like Scout's motto, I'll get there. Fuck that shit. (laughs) I'm going to go to work tomorrow and loosen the wheel nuts on my boss's truck. Like, (laughs) fucking see what happens. Like, who knows? Maybe next year I'll be up there. Like, yeah, you should be pushing him down a flight of stairs, bro. There was literally (laughs) no consequences for fucking people up in this movie. Like, it was like, even when they they came face to face, it's like, fair enough, you had to do it. Yeah, I did the same thing. Yeah, (laughs) it's true. It's true. Question number four How long would you guys date this movie for? I'd like to say six months because it would be. You know, you'd be reaping the rewards of some beautiful women, a selection of whatever you want. But really, we're going back to this crazy hot scale. You're not going to last. You are not going to last. If I lasted a couple of weeks, I'd be happy. So, yeah, not very long, but I'd like to. What about you, Dory? I'd date this movie for as long as I basically could put up with her, which was about a minute and a half into the movie. She pulled a switchblade on some guy for fuck all. And I was like, bitch, it's crazy. I'm out. I think I, I would have like probably grabbed her ass in town. Yeah. She would have pulled out a switchblade and that would have been our like, we would have never that, seen that, each that, other ever yeah. again. You see, I basically went with however long $50 or $100 buys me for. That's how long I dated for. I can tell you right now, not very far. Just now. <laughs> I've done a bit of research yeah. on the topic, and um, that doesn't get you very much these days. Damn. So, what would the porn parody name for this movie be? I really struggled with this for a few reasons. Firstly, kind of is a porno already. Like, <laughs> yeah. Showgirls. Even the name actually Even the works. name girls. Like, that's a, that's a porn name. Like, yeah. I came up with Ho Girls, but <laughs> yeah, that was about it. Um, that was on my short list. Now, the other problem with this is I actually don't watch pornography. <laughs> so I actually had to go online. Rain of salt. I uh, called some of my friends. And the you more um, about it. Yeah. Oh, what are the websites yeah, that you, exactly. you go I just, to? <laughs> so apparently um, there's one called youporn.com oh. and another one called redtube.com. <laughs> and after, like, I did a lot of research, <laughs> a lot. Like, Which one did you come back to? I fell asleep after about 10 minutes oh, of uh, no. whacking off and <laughs> d- didn't uh, get an answer. Hoe Girls is good. I was on the similar vein. I actually had that written down. I also had Blow Girls because that guy, the main boss at Cheetah, often is asking for a blowjob or threatening <laughs> oh, girls yeah, for yeah. a blowjob in order to keep their jobs. So, Blow Girls. I like how um, we've all gone for the, the rhyming thing, you know. I've actually gone for the second word, gone show curls. And what? so the, the idea if, behind- If she's got curls, I'm like cutting the fee, like- no, hold on, hold on. I'm, <laughs> I'm, no, no, I'm keeping it of the theme of the era. So I think, you know, the ladies back then would have had a bit of bush going on, right? 
I, I was wondering if you were going for the curtains or the no, carpet. Not like yeah. no, right, no, yeah. Yeah. Are you going for the perm of the 1995? The perm, that's right. Or you're going for the. You're going downstairs here, aren't you? Downstairs, yeah, for sure, downstairs. Show curtains. I wouldn't watch that movie. <laughs> it's, it's a porno, mate. It works for some people. There's something about, like, a half run over possum on the road with a bit, <laughs> lot of fluff and a bit of guts hanging out that just doesn't really do the it. The visuals for me. Yeah. aren't there for you. <laughs> <laughs> Question number six there, Dory. Next question. What film would be best or worst to watch as a double feature with this film? So this question comes courtesy of one of our other patrons, Emily Higgins, who runs the Tasteless podcast in which she compares two movies, ones that everyone loves and she thinks is meh, and one that everyone hates that she thinks is awesome. Funnily enough, her first episode was Showgirls is Better Than La La Land. Oh, so there's a bit of a shout out. There's a great episode if anyone wants to get into the Not Emily as many Higgins. titties in La La Land, I assume. Yeah. Got one giant boob and fucking Ryan Gosling, but just yeah. <laughs> Emily's fighting uphill battles a lot of the time. I, I believe she is. Hence the name, tasteless podcast. And well, for me, I went with Basic Instinct. It would be the worst to watch of this actually, because Basic Instinct actually has a bit of quality to it. It's a product yeah. of its time, but it's a lot better than this. Both directed by Paul Verhoeven, and I feel like he made Basic Instinct got away of it, and then doubled down and just went, you know what, I'm just going to make the most batshit fucking insane porno, call it a film, and see how I get on. And yeah, that's what we've got. I went a sort of different route, and Emily would love this, because this is perfect contrast of movies. Pretty Woman. Oh. Every woman loves Pretty Woman. Like yeah. Julia Roberts, you know, she's a prostitute, but she turns so She's such a nice girl, she's though. She's classy, man. You know, like, she doesn't mean to be a prostitute. She just she just got Whoops. stuck in that sort of area. And, and all of a sudden, gold. She, she meets just a nice, rich man and gets swept away. Well, honey, the real world <laughs> is showgirls. <laughs> this is actually what happens. <laughs> this is actually what happens. Those prostitutes are batshit fucking crazy. They're on the coke. They're fucking... <laughs> Sooner or later, you're going to sell it, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and shit never goes good for you. You're hanging out with the wrong crowd. True, it's good point. you're deep point. and philosophical. <laughs> yeah. I've gone for a theme here. I've gone for the best crazy girl um, theme. And it's on screen and off screen. So on screen crazy girls are showgirls. And you, by what we've explained, you can tell it's just a crazy bunch of girls in a crazy world. And off screen, it's Lindsay Lohan in Mean Girls. Um, Yeah, it's a little bit of a different twist there. Cool. So that moves us on to question number seven. And holy shit, it's probably everybody in this film, but what character just clearly needs to get laid? Yo, Sam, if you don't go back to work, you're going to have to give me a (laughs) blowjob. That was pretty good. That was was pretty much his voice. Looks like I'm giving him a blowjob. <laughs> That's the pimp guy that works at Cheetahs. He actually, he came around towards the end of the film being a guy that I started to like, you know? Really? Um, but, you know, whilst he's working the girls... <laughs> No, I thought he came he back. And he he came to visit, and he's like, he "Hey, watch this show yeah. and like, actually followed yeah, up." Yeah, like, followed up with uh, must be weird not having someone come on you all the time. Yeah. <laughs> what? He said that, but in such a genuine manner. Yeah, from a guy that runs a, a strip joint, I think that's like a genuine compliment, man. Probably like, is. Yeah, <laughs> that's about the best he could do. Best yeah. he could stomach from his moral perspective. For me, for seventy five percent of this movie, I had an answer, and it was Molly. Uh, at about the seventy five yeah. percent point, yeah. she got hers. So yeah, not in the way she wanted. <laughs> not in the way she wanted. It was a bit um three sided. You know. Yeah. yeah. Least we say about that the bit. <laughs> um. So. I ended up going with uh, the guy who picks her up hitchhiking. Oh, the Elvis-looking oh, yeah. dude. The Elvis-looking guy. Yeah. Like, she's in the car for what, a minute? And he starts <laughs> fucking, like, getting right in there. And yeah, yeah. She pulls out a switchblade on him. He comes back at the end of the movie, 
straight back in it. Like, <laughs> yeah. Dude is horny as fuck, hasn't had any for ages. You think bit looking like Elvis, you'd get something. What, what is he expecting, though, that he's going to fuck her while driving a truck? <laughs> no, he had no ride. I thought that was the rules when you pick up a truck. Oh, yeah, it is true. Yeah, going, blow drive. Yeah, 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 that's the agreed going rate type of thing. I thought it was yeah, like, yeah. isn't it like gas, cash, or ass? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or grass. Or grass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or grass. True. Sure. got, Sam? I am going to go with the bellboy manager. Excellent. Oh, nice. Okay, the I most feel. angriest man in the world that, well, okay, fair enough. I'd be pretty pissed off too if, I, if suddenly all these baggers are coming in and my employee's just off trying to bone some blonde girl and then fucking throws his bloody um, fucking jacket at me and storms away. But he had a lot of pent-up frustration, man. He needs to fucking unleash. You know where that came from, right? Being a bellboy manager. Yeah. Imagine if you moved to Vegas and you had all these aspiring dreams of making it big and like, it's Vegas. It's amazing. It's a land of opportunities. Everything's okay in Vegas. And you're packing bags. Like, <laughs> what the fuck, man? What's my life come to? <laughs> you can't get laid. Okay. Question number eight, Michipoo. Oh, my favorite question and Stacy's question. How would you incorporate Nicolas Cage into this movie? There is a scene in the movie where uh, they get Nomi and a friend to work a out-of-show function for the casino. And it's one of the guys who runs the show who, who organizes. It's a bit of a cashy, a bit of a favor. Side job. Side job. Thousand dollars. Thousand bucks. Pays and, well. And they just have to go there and sort of be... Basically, promo girls. Hmm. After the show, they approach the two girls and may make a suggestion that maybe they should come back to their house for uh, the rest of the bargain uh, afterwards. It's uh, the show manager. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Something, and, yeah. And his good uh, executive corporate-looking friend. <laughs> from Thailand, yeah. <laughs> from Thailand. Said, we come back to my house and, uh, you know... Go for a couple of beers and just sort of see what happens. We'll so, go see Caesar sing and then have a seafood dinner. I think, what, I think lobster that was the exact quote. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So He's was... going to be eating tuna taco that night. <laughs> see, if it was Nicolas Cage in that position, I reckon he would have got some. Yeah, oh, yeah, exactly. Exactly. He would have been like, you know. He, he wouldn't have been so like naughty and bowy and he would have <laughs> yeah. been a bit more staunch and sort of held his ground and said, how about hey, it, you know? You're coming with me, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like He would have had a down pat, for yeah. sure. For sure. For me, I almost wanted to have a crossover because this was 1995 and this is when Leaving Las Vegas came out, a very famous Nicolas Cage, which he mm. goes to Las Vegas, drinks himself to death and that's it. And I thought it'd be quite cool to have a little cameo of him just in the background doing that. But then I was like, that's not in the spirit of this question. I want Nicolas Cage <laughs> being the dance instructor, the ginger dance instructor guy. There's one point at which he's just screaming at Nomi, frust it, frust it, frust it. And I'm just imagining Nicolas Cage just, frust it, frust it, frust it, frust it, frust it. That would be so good. <laughs> this is the beauty of Nicolas Cage, isn't it? Like, he can fit into any role. Like, see, mine is a little bit different. I thought of him as the prick. He's the he's kind of like the producer guy when um, Nomi and the rest of the girls come in and he's like, you, You've got shit boobs. Fuck off. Oh, yeah. yeah. That dude. Yeah. And then, like, the chick with the short hair comes in and, you know, they do their little, they're basically competing for that one what? spot. Yep. And I could just see Nicolas Cage playing that prick part so well. Yeah. 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 He's, he's a boob connoisseur, too, I, he I believe. Would be. He would be. You told yeah. me to fix my nose. Now fix your ears. It's sticking out too much. <laughs> yes. yes. Oh, that's yes. a good answer, too much. Good work. Uh, next question. <laughs> what character would you get to. Help you hide a dead body. All of them. <laughs> yeah. Most of them are crazy enough, hey. I'm going to go with the girl that drops the beads and straight up puts the other girl in the hospital. The yeah. black girl who falls over on the stage and, you know. Yeah, there's some serious beef between those two. Oh, serious beef. I mean, admittedly, the black girl did scream at her kid and fucking tell her to fuck off. But that girl is just straight up ruthless. And later on, when Nomi pushes Crystal down a set of stairs... 
She doesn't snitch. She's her alibi. Yeah, she's her alibi. Yeah, that's what you want. I like that. I would definitely go for uh, the best friend, Molly. Reliable. Yeah. Yeah. Look, Nomi meets Molly by smashing her car to pieces. She just (laughs) picks a random car and starts kicking it. Molly comes over and is obviously a bit distraught about her car getting destroyed. So what the fuck are you doing? Bitch basically hits her (laughs) and then they get in a bit of a tussle. What, five seconds later, Molly's like, Hey, you can come stay at my house if you like. And, and then they're best friends. Like, <laughs> what a woman. Like, she would do yeah. anything for you. I'd be like, hey, Molly, can you, uh, I'm a bit tired from digging this hole. Do you want to finish the hole and uh, chuck the body in there and then uh, cover it up? <laughs> I'll go, I'll go warm the car up. She'd do that for you. She would do that for you. What a woman. Very reliable. I've gone with someone who's kind of gotten away with something already. It's um, Andrew Carver, the, oh, the, the performer, yeah. right? So he's loaded. If you got into like a bit of a shitty situation, you know his rep. He's he's a famous dude. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna be able to walk away with this. And he's got finance, and he's got the goons to help you do it. Fuck yeah, yeah. he's gonna be doing all the work anyway. Yeah, no, he's probably the cops ha- on him. No, yeah. no, no. He's got his macho boys there with us. So yeah, I always think of how do I avoid jail time here? I dare say yes. Andrew's probably hit a few dead bodies before, oh. just sort of going off uh, this film. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Finally, question number 10 from our all-answer questions. What quote from this film would be the worst to say or hear immediately after sex? I've got this one going back to uh, Mitch's uh, comment on the guy who would be Nicolas Cage. Mm -hmm. um, The prick. The prick. Now, he's critiquing all the girls. There's a lineup of girls dancing, and he's getting rid of them one by one just by absolutely destroying them. One of them, I think, was, Come back here when you've lost all that baby fat. (laughs) (laughs) And I could just imagine they're not going down that good. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how this would tie into like after a session, but I kind of want to say it anyway. I'd like to say it's Versace. <laughs> <laughs> Whether it's the brand of the Connie or the lingerie <laughs> or something like that. I just want to say it because every time I heard it, I'm like, what the fuck? She? The first time I'm like, what the fuck is she saying? Um, and then afterwards I realized she's trying to say Versace. Yeah. And I'm like, yes, I'm, I'm so using that now. It's Versace. <laughs> Versace. <laughs> My one is, you got low self-esteem, baby. You're a great fuck. <laughs> Yeah, that's- there's there's way too many lines that you can actually use from this. The movie. entire fucking script of this movie yeah. would be probably the worst thing to hear after having sex. Yeah, and that moves us on to the personal questions. First up, Dory is going to ask us three questions that he wants to know that he doesn't have to answer. Okay, I'm going to preface this with uh, in the movie, Nomi is uh, often referred to as a whore. Now, in the movie, she's just a dancer, but there's her uh, friend. James Smith, the black guy that's chasing her the whole oh, yes. whole movie, yeah. he he sneaks into her with doing a lap dance, sneaks in and watches. Basically, afterwards, he's like very, he's mortified. Yeah, he's, and a he's bit like, you're, He called her a whore and said, look, you're fucking him without actually fucking him. Yeah. And then also, uh, Crystal also says, we're that's all true. we're all whores in this business. Like, So, is a beach volleyball player a whore? You know, like, I don't like beach volleyball, but fuck, I watch that shit. <laughs> <laughs> You know, this, like, this goes back to um, Dory's is, research, by the way. Yeah. Where is the line? I think if you're using your honey for money, then that's the line. I but think if, metaphorically, if you come home from work and go, I got absolutely fucked today and I did a whole lot of things that I didn't want to do, that's kind of being a whore. I think physically, if you take down your pants and then insert your genitals into another set of genitals for money, then I think that's being a whore. Well, that's that's the definition of being a whore. Thanks, Oxford. <laughs> So this one also needs a bit of a uh, context built up to it. There's basically a famous musician 
Yep. Who Molly, her best friend, is really attracted to, and then she gets to meet him. Yeah. And he basically hangs around with her at the party and then suggests they go up to his room. Upon getting to his room, his two bodyguards, goons, are waiting there for her. Yeah. And basically apprehend her straight away. Yes. But the weird bit is, he apprehends her and lets one of the goons go at it and go hard. It's, it's horrific. Yes, it's absolutely horrific, yes. Whilst the goon is going for it, he's holding her down and just licking her face. Like, that's Ugh. his satisfaction of this whole... Yeah, it was odd. So, what is the worst fetish? For me, it's fairies. F- what, what is fairies? People Elaborate. that like to dress up as animals and have sex with other people that are dressed as animals. Ooh, I, d- I haven't tried this. There's that, <laughs> and then there's those, like, real neckbeard dudes that have... They're like Japanese hentai body pillows that they sleep with. So like, it's an anime anime character yeah, and printed on like a hug pillow thing. Over. On is a hug pillow in a sexy position, oh. quite often like in a state of undress or whatever. And yeah, they, they have sex with them. We're not judging. Like if that's what you're into. No. Then, uh, is it worse than like a proper realistic sex doll? Yeah. Yeah? It, yeah, yeah, it is, I think. Yeah, I reckon. I think it's worse. Yeah. Because at least sex the sex... like a vibrator. It's like kind of acceptable, but... Japanese cartoon girl is fucking weird, man. Yeah, fair cool, fair cool. Mitch, what do you think? What's the worst thing that you're into? I mean, that people were into. <laughs> Kangaroos. <laughs> Just side note, the worst fetish. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure I'm going to offend both of you because I think you're both into this. Insert marker here. <laughs> is uh, foot fetishes. I had that on my shortlist. You know, like feet aren't hot. No, like, they're not. Some people have acceptably looking feet. Like, they're okay. They're not offensive. Yeah. yeah. But most people don't. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. And if you're putting that thing in your mouth and it's making it fucking great for you, you've yeah. got problems. And also, you've got athlete's mouth. <laughs> Tenure of the lips. <laughs> the lips, exactly. <laughs> yeah, uh, pretty rank. Okay, so that moves you on to my set of questions. Naomi moves out to Vegas and becomes a stripper escort. God knows what she is by the end of there. If you guys were on your way out to Vegas, what sort of nefarious job would you guys do to make some money? To put this answer into context, Nomi and Crystal have one of the few bonding experiences. And uh, this is when they're out for, for lunch and they're, yeah. you know, dining on some pretty fancy food. Like Nomi didn't even know what, what to order, right? But their bonding thing was eating dog food and what was it called? Um, doggy chow. So my, <laughs> I love doggy chow. Uh, yeah. You eat doggy chow too? Me too. <laughs> yeah. I love doggy chow. First of all, what the fuck? <laughs> Second of all, business opportunity. <laughs> 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 so selling dog food to strippers and the likes of it would also be cheaper <laughs> when, job you, ever. <laughs> when you go to the strip club so many idiots out there are giving money and stripper money into their g-strings <laughs> yeah, yeah. you could be throwing dog food from the back <laughs> just, just little pellets it would be like a burly trail they'd just come straight to you let's go to the local strip club tonight and throw dog food at the strippers <laughs> yeah, and see what happens to yeah, us a bit, bit of chum we'll just get belted <laughs> we'll take odds on which one of us gets beaten up which one of us ends up in jail and which one of us ends up in the morgue <laughs> what about you, Dory? If I move to Vegas, now I've been to Vegas once and it's a pretty crazy place. It is. I think the saying in Vegas is, if you want to do it and you've got enough money, you can do it. It doesn't matter what it is. Yeah. Now, when I went to Vegas, I was astounded by the amount of people on the street that were like playing cards, but not like casino cards. They had like stripper cards. They're like these guys and they're flicking them like. And you can be walking along with your mum, your sister, and your missus, and they'll just shove these things in your face. They're like Get baseball them. cards. You could collect them. Yeah. Like, they're cool. <laughs> they're like, like, I've got like, the normie. I'll trade you the normie. Yeah, yeah, exactly. One time I also got like an auto trader. It was like an auto trader. It was like a little <laughs> newspaper. 
And it literally was 30 pages of different prostitutes that you could call that night, and they were guaranteed to be there. <sighs> the chick in the picture. So, so what's your job in this? Are you the newspaper? No, I'm the guy fucking flicking <laughs> oh, cards, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm playing cards, but not casino cards. <laughs> yeah. I definitely could, would not buy a girl off you. I, I could pick a desperate man. <laughs> like, <laughs> True. I reckon I'd make money. I'd be a bit more selective than they were. Following on from that, uh, after we get that opening scene of her on her way to Vegas, I want to know from you guys, at what point did you think that this movie was fucking insane? Didn't take very long. Gotta, gotta <laughs> admit. Yeah, I keep going back to Molly, but when Nomi is smashing up her car at the start of the scene, just picked a random car, she was angry, her bags had just been stolen, and she takes it out on a vehicle. Molly comes running in because it's her car and says, what the hell are you doing in my car? They're in a tussle. I think Nomi actually gives her a bit of a punch at takes one point. Takes a couple of swings. Takes a couple of swings. Yeah, yeah. And through the tussle, Nomi gets thrown out onto the like <laughs> highway and just misses getting run over. At that point, Molly decides, hey, I'm going to take you out for a feed, and then you can stay at my house. Now, if someone's smashing up your car and then throws a couple of swings at you, you don't take them out for a meal and then invite them to stay at your house for a couple of, <laughs> a couple of months. Yeah. That Mo- was bullshit. Molly legit would have just let her get run over and then just been like, oh, you deserved it. Yeah, <laughs> for that, sure, and be yeah. satisfied with it. Like, real yeah. life. I wasn't too um, far away from that point, but um, <laughs> expanding on from what Dory was saying. So, Molly buys Nomi burger and fries and you know you think at this point this chick's chilled out a bit she's kind of like all right maybe maybe you give her the benefit of the doubt she she was distressed she nearly got fucking run over and then she's swinging arms you know you don't know what's going through her head but then afterwards they're chilled out it's all good man having a feed you're having a feed like she's looking after you this chick and then molly just asks a couple of like where Pretty generic from? questions. Like, where you're are getting you from? To, yeah, you're getting to know people. Yeah. And she's like, where are you from? And she just pretty much fucking flips the table, chucks the burgers and fries. <laughs> like, this chick's just bought it for you, man. Yeah. That's the point where I'm like, mate, fool me once. Yeah. Shame on you. Fool me twice. Shame on me. That's the fucking line. You're where a, are you see from? See you later. Back east. Where? Different places! <laughs> <laughs> Zero to a hundred and point one millisecond, no. So, and then, then, like, would you eat that chip? Like, would you pick it up? <laughs> is it on a foot? No. <laughs> um, Definitely, yes. If it is. Yeah, it's I'll dip it. <laughs> Yuck. Can I say it's some doggy chow? <laughs> doggy chow smeared on foot juice? Ooh. Moves me on to my final question. Later on, Nomi tries to get a little bit of revenge on Andrew Carver for abusing her mate. That's the best way to call it. And so she shows up at his place and then starts to get all sort of sexy with him, takes off her top to reveal that she's smeared lipstick all over her nipples. How would you guys react if you met some random girl, she took her top off and there was lipstick all over her tits? So the way I read this was the chick's got lipstick on her tits and I'm like, oh, fuck, I better rub my lipstick off. (laughs) (laughs) We're just going to leave that. (laughs) Yeah, so basically answer was, I'm the one who's put the lipstick on her titties and I better rub it off my face. You should probably yeah, stop cross-dressing <laughs> before you do this sh- sort of thing. A um, bit of a spin on it. <laughs> my answer to that is I think I would be genuinely excited and looking for the culprit who put the lipstick on and trying to get her to join as well. Oh, that's a good answer. Little do you know, it's me over here. <laughs> I, yeah, in my brain, it's someone just as hot as Naomi. I wouldn't, so have thought it, I wouldn't have thought it was Mitch. Better, come on. But, you know, hey. You know, in the in the zone. <laughs> you know, girls are great, but you can't beat the real thing. <laughs> so that moves us on to Mitch's personal questions. So back to the plot now that's been a 
There's a plot? Crazy, yeah, yeah. Pretty crazy bunch of questions. So the dressmaker choreographer girl mentions to Nomi that you should have a plan for what comes after being a performer. My question is, what are your plans after making it big from movie reviews and 20 cues? Oh, I'm just going to follow Crystal's pattern. I'm going to do tons of the finest cocaine because it's really good for muscles. <laughs> ah, I've never been able, oh, yeah, I've never been able to justify it till now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, in serious land, I'd probably just move out to different places back east. Fair enough. Okay. <laughs> it's a bit sad. Uh, different places! <laughs> you know, I thought of all the celebrities that have been washed up since making it big. Mm. And, you know, you've got a very short shelf life as a famous person such as ourselves. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and one person who I think's got it clocked is Snoop Doggy Dog. Now, Snoop Doggy Dog, I don't know if he's released an album in the last 10 years, but, you know, he just keeps appearing in movies mm. or just someone else's video clip just for a bit of <laughs> shnizzle and manizzle and like I like how it started as Elvis yeah he's just got a way of staying current without actually doing fuck all yeah it's true you know he he had a whole TV show dedicated to his kid trying to make it in the NFL Snoop is amazing and all he does is get blazed the whole time like <laughs> that's his thing though right like yeah, yeah. he just like dude Dude's got it locked down. Like, yeah. he fuck all and still cool. So be be the white Snoop Dogg. Yeah. Moving on to my second question. What would be your go-to game at Vegas and your foolproof technique of winning? When I went to Vegas, another thing that sort of astounded me was the amount of, like, buskers. Oh, yeah. And just, just people on the street asking for money. Now, some of them would be dressed up as, like... So bloody... your game would be bigging. <laughs> Essentially, yes. <laughs> Homeless. Some of them did good. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. See, now there were the homeless ones. There's the there's the there's chick that's pregnant. That's like, <laughs> I'm on meth. Can you please give me money? And she's pregnant, and it's like, oh my god, I don't want to help you. Yeah, yeah. But then there's the guy that's like a statue. Or oh, like you're a perf- there's some literally like Ronald McDonald walking on the street or Yoda or you know <laughs> Elvis, someone like that. Dude, these guys make money from just standing on the street. Yeah, all they do is get dressed up each day, and if you've got a good enough costume, someone's gonna take a photo. Most of them yeah. don't even talk. Yeah, you know, you take a photo with them, money for jam, twenty bucks. It's okay, it's forty degrees outside of Vegas, and that's a bit shit, especially yeah. when you're all dressed up. But yeah, I'm not very good at it much else. So. <laughs> for me, I was like, well, what sort of game would I be pretty good at? I'm alright at blackjack. I know how to play poker and all that sort of shit. So then I was like, you yeah, know, poker's a good avenue to go down. Mm. I reckon I'd be awesome at strip poker. Oh. Because the more I lose, the more they'd want to quit. <laughs> yes. It's more like chicken. <laughs> exactly. I've gone all in. If you call it, you're going to see my gooch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Got Close. 7-2 off suited, I'm telling you. <laughs> going to see it. Do you like it or not? Final question. In a modern day remake of Showgirls, who would play Nomi? Who's really hot and doesn't have much talent? And in her mid-twenties, Kate Upton. Perfect. She's got the rack for it, too. Oh, she does. Ah, And she's fucking gorgeous. Yeah, she is. She is. You know, I'm a modern guy. Um, (laughs) When? It's 2018. (laughs) Uh, We live in a very equal society these days. (laughs) There we go. It might not be show girls by the um, direction. Show guys? (laughs) Uh, Well, I I don't know where I fall on this line, but Caitlyn Jenner. (laughs) I knew you were going to go there (laughs) as soon as you started that. Caitlyn Jenner, like, Guys, we need to. When it's 2018. Everything's acceptable. Everything goes. Don't don't be judgy. She could pull it off, man. Probably she could. Was a, she was an Olympic athlete. Like she's probably got the dance moves. That's true. <laughs> she probably she does. can lift that leg high. Like man, she, and she would she would be the first to knock um, Crystal down down the stairs. No oh, fucking oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Bet she got attitude. Oh, fuck yeah. And if she said she liked eating doggy chow, I'd totally believe her. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Margot Robbie would be pretty oh, good too, eh? Just, just so there's the real too answer. Good, <laughs> almost too good for the movie, though. Like, yeah. Unless they really change up the plot. And then it's not There's a plot? I've also, <laughs> I've also seen her nungas and they qualify. Yeah, they're pretty good. Yeah. That part of your research is well, right? Yeah. I yeah. just went on to that. So a final question is a listen question, which is the question that we throw out to you guys to give us an answer. But before we do that, we're going to answer it ourselves. So, guys, hit us with it. What are your top three raunchiest, sexiest, whatever films? I've gone a little bit left field here. Okay, what have you batted off to? <laughs> Funny you say that. <laughs> Funny you say that. Don John. Oh, have you guys watched Don John? I have not. So this is with um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Dude. Dude. Yep. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And his thing is how sex, the real thing, doesn't equate to watching porn and that level for him. And the amount of, amount of porn you manage to watch through this movie, it, like, it's fucking full frontal. You're seeing yeah. people shag. And, you know, in movies, I don't think you see porn in, like, scenes as you do in Don John. Famously a film that's directed by Joseph Gordon-Levitt in which he has sex with Julianne Moore and Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> yeah, if I, was, if I was making my own film, I'd probably do the same thing. Exactly. <laughs> my other two are One Night in Paris and Kardashians Before They Got Famous. No. <laughs> oh, very Paris is good. Yeah, bit of a classic. I'm going for The Chase, which is a terrible movie by Charlie Sheen. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Basically, the cops are chasing him and he steals this rich girl's car. Yeah. And basically, through the car chase of like two hours, which is the length of the movie, she falls in love with him and basically mounts him on the front seat. I remember watching it as a very young, young boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just going like, what's happening to me? <laughs> Why's my pants doing that? Oh, weird. Hello. Hello. <laughs> yes. Wild Things, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. You just can't beat Denise Richards. No, you can't. And is it Naomi Campbell? No. Yeah, no, Campbell. no. Nev Campbell, sorry. Party five. And the last one, also a bit abstract. I didn't pick up on it when I first watched it, but later, can't help but seeing it as a sexually charged movie. Magic Pinoc- Mike. Pinocchio. No. Pinocchio. <laughs> <laughs> he just gets keeps getting erections on his face. Like imagine just the wrong spot. Imagine if when you got a boner, it came out of your face and you couldn't even do the tuck or hide it or like nothing. Like there's no hiding that you shit. You can't like, like use your jeans to like you Yeah, know. the ice on the balls or Yeah, you know. You're just walking down the street. Magic down the tip just of the some hot chick walks past, <laughs> fucking boom. <laughs> That'd be awkward. <laughs> Poor Pinocchio. And then you start lying. I swear yeah. it's yeah. not for you. <laughs> <laughs> just walking along with a missus you were checking out that girl. No, I wasn't No, no, I'm a real boy. <laughs> What about you, Sam? I've got too many, man. I had a, like, massively long list. I'll give my honourable mentions, but Cruel Intentions is one of mine. Man, oh, Reese Witherspoon and... Sarah Michelle Gellar? Sarah, oh, mm. Jesus. And then there was a very... It was like a TV film or something that Angelina Jolie did early on in her career called Gia, in which she played a lesbian artist. And holy shit. Amazing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking of it now. Oh, yeah. Man, back to the sexy voice. Yeah. And then I've already mentioned it. It's a classic. It's an old favorite. It's Basic Instinct. I used yeah. to have a thing for Sharon Stone, and this was the movie that was like, whoa, 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 whoa. You used to go down to the video store and hire it out, right? You know, this is back in VHS sort of days. Yeah. And there's that infamous scene where Sharon crosses her legs. And every time you got the video from the video store, as soon as it got to that bit, it used to like sort of shake and like blur and all that sort of stuff. Even if you paused it. 
Yeah, well, that was the thing. Too many guys <laughs> rewound, had paused it, rewound, paused it, and all that sort of stuff. They'd abused the tape so much. <laughs> and the funny part is, I've had at least 20 other people tell me that story. When I start talking <laughs> about copy. films. Yeah, every copy. All around the world had the same issue. <laughs> so you needed to buy it for yourself and get a freshie. Yes. A couple of honorable mentions. Uh, Black Swan. Holy shit. Mila Kunis and Nellie Portman. That's two of my faves. <sighs> And then definitely Wild Things as well. That was up there. So we threw it out there to you guys for your answers to the question. And we're just going to run through some of the answers we got because we got tons. We got absolutely tons for this one. And we're going to start off with our good friend Paul from the Countdown Podcast, who was on our recent episode of Die Hard. He went with Wild Things because Denise Richards and Nev Campbell. Bound because Jibs Gershon and Jennifer Tilly. And Basic Instinct because duh. (laughs) Good answer. He then went on to say, Jonah Gershon. Not Jibs. Damn autocorrect. <laughs> Gidget Von LaRue, who was also on our Die Hard episode, went a bit more classic, threw some 80s films at us, Bitter Moon, Two Moon Junction, and Body Heat. Were they both related, the first two? Yeah, the Moon Moon. Or... Gidget loves a good moon. Okay, yeah. <laughs> The Film Inquiry Podcast Network actually went a little bit more class, said he'll throw out some art house raunch at us, Eyes Wide Shut, Yitu Mama Tambian, and Shame. That's way too classy for me. <laughs> yeah. That's There was no fake taxi in there whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> IMDb Journey, The Handmaiden, some interesting point of view shots used. Cruel Intentions, Dat Iconic Kiss was young Daniel's favourite. Was it Dat, D-A-T? Yes, he wrote Dat. Dat. That's Australians for you, Mitch. uh, (laughs) I I picked Dat up straight away. He's from Melbourne as well. And Wild Things, I have that scene memorised in my head from when I was like 14. Mm, We all do. (laughs) Got me to sleep quite a few times. A couple of favourites here. Yeah, and here they all come again. This is from the Tasteless Podcast, who actually has an entire shelf dedicated to sexy movies. But uh, yeah, she went with Wild Things, Cruel Intentions, and Basic Instinct. Excellent. Moving us right along to the Contrarians. Julio said, God damn it, don't make me be the only one to mention those brief moments in Bram Stoker's Dracula. (laughs) (laughs) So I married a movie geek. They run an awesome show where they do fantasy drafts. I've been on a couple of theirs. Basically just said, I vote for Showgirls three times. What? Really? Yeah. Damn. The cinema guy. Wild Things, Embrace of the Vampire, and Poison Ivy. But different. But Wild Things still still making the an reoccurring movie there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Running the gamut of taste on this one is Why Too Mama Tambian. Oh, this is from Still Any Good podcast. Why Too Mama Tambian, which is like a quite classy art house body double which is yeah brian de palma trying a little bit of hitchcock sort of thing and then showgirls there we go showgirls i used to watch this pod when i think of raunchy movies i think of porkies bachelor party or maybe private lessons oh porkies i remember porkies don't know haven't seen any of them i can't comment <laughs> anthony farrell wild thing for starters throw in cruel intentions and then end with basic instinct sounds like a fun night <laughs> just throw it in I was so raw after my Good. movie night the other night. <laughs> Multi options went with Cruel Intentions, Body Heat, and Mulholland Drive. And on the reserve bench is nine and a half weeks. Ooh, nine and a half weeks is a good call. Just ready to sub in. Yes. Vampilla Ice, Showgirls. Yep. Yeah. Bordello of Blood and The Hunger. You know what I'm a little bit disappointed at? All right. So far, teeth has not been mentioned. Oh, the one where <laughs> the girl has teeth in her vagina. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Over to Sarah Knightley, The Blue Lagoon, Caligula, and Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Awesome choices there. Spit and Polish went with The Boy Next Door. What the fuck is wrong with you, dude? That movie sucks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when the Bell Breaks, and of course, Cruel Intentions. But Follow Me, Jay Winter went with He's a Man of Sophistication and Refined Taste. Meet the Feebles. Yes. Class of Newcomb High and Toxic Avenger. Ooh. So the list. Getting hot and sweaty. Throwing it over to Spanky, one of our former hosts, Don John. 
There hey. you go. Picking up what Paul was putting down. He also went with Bound, and then he went with Casino Royale. What? Yeah, Casino Royale. <laughs> okay. But speaking of Casino Royale, Kylie Lindsay, another longtime listener and all-time great human being, went with Casino Royale. Yeah, what? Well, okay. American Pie, and for the first time on this list, Fifty Shades of Grey. Whoa. Yeah. Why? It, it sucks. It took a long time to get mentioned, but it was an obvious candidate. Yeah, I was waiting for American Pie as well. Like, that Broke, was... Brokeback Mountain also hasn't been mentioned yet. Um, yeah, that's true. That is true. One of my personal faves. <laughs> Brad Yelovich, number one, Cruel Intentions. Kiss scene, still very relevant from then to when I die, I'd say. <laughs> but I'm Brad. Wild Things, no explanation needed. Three, Brokeback Mountain. Not go. for me per se, but remember how you kept trying to come around to my house, Sam, and watch this with me, and you wouldn't take no for an answer. <laughs> then one night we drank all those beers, and okay, yeah, I'm going <laughs> to stop, stop what I'm talking about. <laughs> Final three here: Nick McAllister, Nine and a Half Weeks, American Pie, and Magic Mike Double XL, Machutara, Wild Things, Cruel Intention, and Orgasmo. Honorable mention for uh, Human Centipede. Yeah, <laughs> and then finally on to Phil Johnson, who basically started off with Basic Instinct, which is makes sense. Then went with Wanted, Hackers, and gone 60 seconds so he's sort of thrown down a i've got a massive thing for angelina jolie there yeah, that. and that takes us down to the end of the podcast thank you so much to everyone for listening so thank you so much to these two deviants for coming on the show and going through this dory what well you did amazing well well done, dory. yeah pleasure to be here can't wait to do another one yeah hopefully it's a bit more tasteful next time because you guys really <laughs> dragged this down <laughs> I, I tried to keep this as seamless as possible but oh you're the classy one here you two that. sick fucks <laughs> You know, comment. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Mitch. Thanks for coming on again. No Do worries. Well. Thanks and signing off as your number one Australian friend. <laughs> uh, I think he. At last count, he was fifth. Yeah. Nah, cheers, guys. Coming up soon on the podcast, we are going to do one more final Christmas special with Emily Higgins. We are going to do A Nightmare Before Christmas. After that, me and Stacey are going to do a 2018 in review where we're going to talk about uh, just 20 questions about the year 2018 and films that we watched uh, this year or, you know, watched for the first time this year. And then next year, we will be back at the end of January, and we're probably going to kick things off with a drunk special. If you'd like to get in contact with us, find us on Twitter at Movie Reviews In, find us on Facebook, Movie Reviews In 20 Qs. Thanks again, guys. See you guys. See you guys. <laughs> Bye. I know how we'll get into this. We'll do introducing Stacey on the stripper pole. Oh, yeah, yeah perfect. Ladies and gentlemen, coming to the stage right now. She's the part of the South. She's all the way from Tupperware. She got Ginger Hero. Well, this is Stacey. <laughs> Liam Merton, all the way from Rotorua. His locks all the way down to his legs. Down the pole. He told me he's a bit of a star. Liam Merton. He's, I like it. Your turn. <laughs> The fuck am I supposed to say to that? <laughs> I got my first hard on to show girls. I remember it like it was yesterday. <sighs> We're saving Private Ryan, actually. <laughs> <laughs>